As promised, this is part two of the Lede Gervel podcast. There are actually two parts to this podcast because Lede asked two questions. The first question that he asked is how to properly market himself as a multi-genre artist. We talk a lot about how maybe you should section off different parts of your genre. Maybe they should look a little bit different but they're always going to look like you because you are you. Kind of like how Post Malone has his hip-hop, he has his pop, he even has a little bit of country. It's important to look the part. The second part, a very, very important part, it is about split sheets. More specifically, it's about having confidence in the business of your art. Okay, yeah, it's fun to go in the studio and make art, but it's even more fun to, uh, you know... Put some cash in your pocket for it. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, my soundboard is far away. Anyway, you know, getting compensated for your work is very, very important. Like, you wouldn't go into a restaurant, sit down, eat food, and then just expect, you know, it to be free. Hey, they did a service for you. And you know what? Chefs are artists too. And you're an artist. So, this is part two of the Lede Gervel podcast where we make music happen. All right, and we are back. All right, we're going to talk about, uh, we're, we're back with Slater. It's exciting. Ooh, let's and go. Yes, yes, Slater, and we still have Lede on. And we are just going to talk about making music happen. We're going to talk about uh, what is necessary to have a successful career in music. Mm-hmm. So, Lede, um, I asked you to come up with a question or two. Mm-hmm. You, got, you got a question? Yeah, so, like, um, when we first started talking, you mentioned, like, I'm a part, I'm basically like uh, a genre within myself. So as far as like as an artist who might come after me or who's in the same position as me, how would you necessarily brand yourself to actually make a strong connection with a newfound audience? Showing people that you are diverse. Like um, one of the things that like, you know, I use Jamie Foxx as an example. Yeah. Because he is so diverse and you see how diverse he is because he is very, very good at segmenting things. Mm-hmm. Like, when he does his rap, that rap album, like, the you know the rap album with Blame It? I think it's called, um, I don't remember what it's called, uh, but it's like, he's wearing these dope fucking glasses, glasses and there's, yeah. like, there's like purple in it, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. it looks so cool, and he's like a rapper. But then when there's like the Jamie Foxx show, he's yeah. like goofy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, if you're going to be diverse, then make sure that your things also look diverse. Mm. Like, let's say that I started um, a fitness thing, like a fitness uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I would probably make that have nothing to do with Graham Radio. I would maybe I would talk about it sometimes on Graham Radio, but I would have I would make sure that it has nothing to do with Graham Radio because Graham Radio is about music. Yeah. Now, let's say that um, I wanted to start like. Excuse me, making like more mixes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I would it would absolutely be under Graham Radio or Graham Graham Music in some way, shape, or form. It would be the same sort of um, category. Like mm-hmm. it would be like the same sport, but it would be a different ballpark. Yeah. So when it comes to like you doing like your rap, your R and B, your country, just like I would definitely make sure that it's like very very apparent that you're separating things. Additionally, I wouldn't do them all at the same time. Okay, like. If you're going to release a country album, don't also release a rap album at the same time because it will confuse people. Yeah. It will be like, okay, so like, what's the deal here? Rather than um, like seeing an artist change, seeing an artist be 10 billion fucking things is not really going to... Uh, it, it's it's going to make your fans 
feel like you're leaving the genre. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's gonna make your it's gonna make your fans it's gonna make your fans think that you aren't giving the proper time and attention to what they like. Now, if you're not giving the proper time and attention to what they like, that's okay as long as you're not putting something out of that genre. Mm-hmm. Like right now, if you were to put out a country album and a rap album at the same exact time, they better both be balling. Yeah. They better both be fucking astronomical. Because if you put, I mean, everything you put out should be astronomical. Yeah, yeah. But none. The, what I'm saying here is that if it shows that you're not putting energy, or excuse me, if you're not putting enough energy into one thing, mm-hmm. then it shows. That, mm-hmm. that That is just an absolute fact. Yeah. Like, so to answer your question here, you know, if you're going to be a renaissance man and you're going to do a lot of different things, definitely brand it properly, like mm. package it properly. That one thing is like, you know, so many artists that I see make music and put it on Spotify and do a couple shows and poof, they're done. Like, what about after? Like yeah. af- after you release a song, you better make like 15 fucking videos for that song. Like, so I, I interview, or, sorry, not, not interview. I, um, I manage an artist, uh, his name's Intermock. Mm-hmm. And over this past week, I actually just finished this right before you guys walked through the door. This took me um, two mornings. Each one, I spent about an hour on it. And uh, so two mornings and like about an hour before you guys walked in. Mm-hmm. Um, all, of what, all, every, all of what you're about to see was filmed by me. The only thing that wasn't like, the only thing that like, he inputted into this was just him on the videos and the music. So check this out. Okay. Here, wait, I'm going to real quick, go ahead and just connect my phone to this thing. So hold on. Um, Come on. Like, and I'm going to relate this back to your question in a second. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because like one of the cool things about um, Intermock, his real name's uh, Jael Hernandez. So one of the cool things about him is that he wants to do Intermock. He also wants to do Jay Crusoe, which is like a house thing. Uh, we both want to do a couple other projects. Mm-hmm. Um, come on, people. Come on, you fuck. All right, whatever. Not that big of a deal. Um, so check this out. This is this is what I made for him as his manager. Cool shit, right? Yeah. Super dope. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. And the reason that I did that, by the way, I'm sure that you guys saw all of the, um, the jets in that and stuff. The reason that I do that is because, like, um, inter mock like flying like mock yeah, speed, speed flying yeah. everywhere like inter everywhere like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. fucking cool you know what I mean and his That's, symbol is actually too. a jet yeah exactly Jay Crusoe is going to look nothing like that it's not <laughs> going to sound like that it is not going to not even at all like the whole reason that it looks like that is uh-huh. because I had him go on Pinterest for mm-hmm. like three fucking hours and make gigantic boards of what he wants his sound to look like mm. which is so fucking important so if you're going to be, like, a multi-genre man, make mm-hmm. sure that you're a multi-look man. Like, dude, look at the difference in every single Kanye West album. Yeah. Late Registration and College Dropout look sort of similar. I'm not going to lie. But they're progressions the, of each other. Yeah, wait, what do you mean? Uh, You know, first album, or second album is a progression of the first album. Like, I feel like Kanye's sound was progression up until My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Or I guess 808's in Heartbreak, right? But that was, like, the step up for My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Sense. Makes sense. And then Jesus was the... Jump off, you know, leap of faith kind of point. I think that, yeah, you ma- you make a great point. Yeah, Yeezus was very ahead of its time, too. Oh, you can listen to it today, and it's like, yes, yeah. this is how beats should be made today. Yeah, so, so impressive. So, like, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, and Slater, I would love to know your thoughts on this. Yeah. Like, like being a multi-genre man, like... Oh, um, uh, yeah, so, no, I love it, right? So, when it comes to branding, um, especially being multi-genre, you definitely got to meet the fans where they are now because, you know, your career is a journey. And so, if you're like, well, I have all these ideas, I want to take them. It's like, well, piece it down piece by piece. Like, where are your fans now? Guide them through that journey along the way. So, you know, if, if you got kind of got on scene doing, like, uh, rap and a little bit of R&B, make music like that. Start there and then start building your skill out for your other genres that you want to tackle. So by the time you start making those albums, you're taking your fans along the way where they can see the growth and where you're going. It's like, oh my gosh, I know he loves this. He keeps talking about these genres. He keeps, he keeps talking about all these skills and everything you can do. He does these freestyles. He does these promos where you can do country music or whatever. Boom, now you're blending it all together. But now, hey, you are really probably coming out with an album that's country, R&B, and rap kind of all together. And it's like no one else has a sound. And at that point, it's, I mean, it's always Lede, It's fucking dope. But at that point, it's Lede as Fuck. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And now your fans are loving you, and new fans are like, yo, he's a goat. This is why you like this artist. Like, I love him too now. And yeah. now you're picking up so many new fans because you are your own sound. So fucking cool. Addition with yeah. branding. Very, very well said. See, this is why yeah. I love Slater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, the, like, nah, like, the artist community is so elevated because of what Slater does. It's Ooh. not even a question. No fact. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see enough of it. I, I spent too much time in my apartment. <laughs> 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 but I will say, additionally with branding, um, Definitely, the more you lean into yourself, the more place all bets on yourself. Um, your artistry is just an extension of yourself, so make sure you characterize it, right? So it's just, like, create a caricature of yourself and your traits because you're just going to express that and magnify it. So the more the more of yourself you have mapped out, I mean, the more tools you have under your belt to play with. Yeah. 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 Dude, great question. Seriously. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Do you have another question? Um, so as far as, like, because uh, I know, like, a lot of artists that first come on the scene they may not know this particularly, but just to say, like, um, if they work with a producer or they work with another artist on a song, split sheets. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that I think a lot of artists don't cover or don't even talk about. And then when it does happen to be a topic of discussion, it just goes to complete, like, crap. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, th the business side of art is, th in a big way, it's like the most essential but annoying thing. And here's why I say that it's annoying. Mm -hmm. It's because I don't think that... Oh God, there's, there's so much that goes into this, man. There, it, it is so fucking important, but I feel like when you corporatize something, it mm. can really take away artist stuff. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, but I think that the real question that you're asking here is treating art, treating your art as like a hobby versus treating your art as a business. I'm going to tell you guys a secret. I want to be rich as fuck. I won't tell anyone, I promise. No. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I want to be fucking rich off of my art. And if that means having hard conversations about split sheets, then I don't want to work with the producer that makes it a hard conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, asshole. Thanks for producing this. I'm the artist here. You're the artist here. Let's split fairly. Exactly. That being said, have that conversation before you walk into the door. Have the conversation of, this is the percentage that I will give to you. Start off by talking to him. Dale Carnegie. How to win friends and influence people. Everyone's favorite person is themselves. It's just a fucking fact, but rise yeah. above it. Split sheets. Super fucking important. 
talk to the people who you are going to be doing business with about that beforehand. You know what I do before I DJ, before I live stream, before I give people consultations? I send my invoice. And you know what they are not allowed to do? They are not allowed to step foot into my apartment unless they have paid me. Fuck you, pay me. Yeah. 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 I do provide a business. I do provide a business, but bro, it's for the artists. And yeah, bro, we're family here. Fuck, shut the fuck up. It's life. <laughs> like, yeah, we all enjoy doing this, but like, you know what? Doctors enjoy being doctors, like the people who actually enjoy it. Yeah. Lawyers enjoy arguing and fighting with the state for money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pay me, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I didn't go to law school for three years. Mm. To not get paid. So give me my fucking money and don't make it difficult. Mm. You want my service? Okay. When you go to a restaurant, do you expect food to be free? Nah. Yeah. Then why do you expect me to show up to your fucking event, live stream it? Why do you expect me to just DJ for free? Yeah. With all of this being said, when you start out as an artist... You're not good. As good as you might think that you are. As artsy as you might think that you are, your services have not been proven. You might actually be fucking awesome, but you know what I would not ask for? I would not ask for money if I have never DJed an event before because I want the experience. Experience, People shit on internships for being free. There's a reason that they're free. It's because you don't have experience. If you are applying for an internship and you have experience, you stupid. Because, hey, you have experience. Go apply right. to a job. Indeed.com, bitch. Like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. People are very afraid to ask for money, but people don't realize that I don't sell podcast equipment. I don't sell podcast rentals. I don't sell me dealing with Serato. I don't, I don't sell my skills as a videographer. I don't scale. I don't sell me DJing. I don't sell me distributing podcasts. I don't sell me producing, directing, editing videos. I don't sell any of that. I sell only one thing and that is my time. And my time is valuable as fuck. So either you pay me and you don't fuck around or we're not going to work together. And if us not working together means that I'm going to have to come back to you in like three years and pay you five grand for that song, so be it, you asshole. But people who don't want to deal with split sheets can basically go fuck themselves. And artists who are like not aware of split sheets should take their career more seriously. seriously yeah. yeah. Now, there's nothing wrong with having a hobby. Like... My freaking uh, my freaking aunt paints on like canvases and she loves it. Like my my it, 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 her paintings are so fucking cool. Like some like she'll put them up online. Sometimes she'll sell one. Whatever. Like she enjoys it. She mm-hmm. wins. She's not like her goal isn't to be fucking Banksy. Like her goal is just like to fucking have a nice life and to live her life. And she's awesome. She's a really really cool person. She's not trying. She's not treating her hobby like. A career. Yeah. She, she's a professional hobby, hobbyist. Yeah, like, like you can see the difference in, in both. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's, like, if that is your goal and you're doing it, you win. But 
if she wanted to like sell her paintings at like the if she wanted her paintings to be up at the fucking like MoMA, then like she better start networking. You know, like yeah. they better start like treating your 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 artist career like a career oh, yeah. instead of just like you know one thing that I shit on people for openly is bragging about having an LLC. Like I don't give a fuck because that just screams to me. And this is sort of like I'm speaking from a point of privilege here mm-hmm. because I know what an, I know what it means to get an LLC. It literally just means that you are putting the state on notice that you are a business, business. and they and they send you an EIN which just means that you can be taxed as a business. Congratulations. Like that's, it, it is a step, but what an LLC is not that a lot of people pretend that it is, is an operating agreement. An operating agreement is something that we've actually talked about before Slater, yep. which is a plan for your business. Where, what is your marathon? Where do you see, like, where do I see Graham radio in 26 years? Like where, like, where do I see it? Have those lofty goals. Cause I've been doing Graham radio for one year and look what's going on. Like mm-hmm. if I can do this in a year, where can I be in literally 26 times this amount of time? So like that, that 26 year stuff, that is what you should. I mean, if you have an operating agreement, you're not going to have to brag about it because yeah. your fans will be bragging to their friends <laughs> that they know who Lede Gervell is. Yeah. See what I mean? It's like, I don't care that you have an LLC. Congrats. You went on Sunbiz and you spent a hundred bucks in five minutes. Fucking sick. Do you know the difference between manage operated and member operated? Probably not. So stop fucking uh, bragging about shit, you know, like, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know every single thing about business law. Mm -hmm. I'm not a corporate attorney, but I have a very, very solid understanding of what's going on when people are bragging about, yeah, bro, my record label is a fucking LLC. Okay, then tell me what a record label is, you fuck. Like, like, okay, you have a record label? Wow. Do you have any capital to invest in artists? Or are you just having people say that your fucking song was dropped through fucking whatever the fuck your record label is called? Yeah, bro, I have a record label. Fucking, okay, sick. You know what I mean? Like, tell me about your marketing plan for this artist. Like, tell me, tell me how you're going to take my artist and bring him to Imagine Music Festival, to fucking Bass Canyon. Like, tell me how you're going to do that. Don't just tell me that we're going to drop five singles. Like, okay, great. I can do that on DistroKid in two seconds. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Also, dude, I don't know if you guys, speaking of DistroKid and Split Sheets, they just added that to their website. You can now do full Split Sheets through DistroKid. You can also do recoupment through DistroKid, which is the only, yeah, which is the only independent um, distributor of music that has that interface. Yeah. Yeah, Like, and and that's obviously super important. Like, if you're a legitimate record label, then, like, you are probably going to be owed recoupment if there's a solid record deal. So, like, you can actually use DistroKid now if you don't have an attorney. And by the way, that is not legal advice. <laughs> always hire an attorney. Always For real, always hire an attorney. What I just said, not legal advice. Don't take that on its face. Um, take it with a grain of salt, just like everything that you hear. Um, but nonetheless, split sheets are very, very important. And people who are um, like nervous to talk about split sheets are not taking their artist career seriously. And they are probably going to be nowhere in five years and complaining about, or no, sorry, bragging about how great they were five years ago and now, and now they're an OG in the scene. Ooh, mm-hmm. fucking cool. Yeah. yeah, have fun not paying child support. Like, <laughs> Jesus. I'll also say... Um, Wait, like, hold on. Wait, based everything that I just said um, gets one of these. <laughs> Shots. <laughs> yeah. Shots. Shots fired. Shots fired. No, uh, 
I'm not going to ask if that was directed towards someone's in Tampa or not, but uh, if it is, I have a good feeling who it is, but it's all good. Um, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 what'd you say though? What'd you say though? I said I'm not going to ask if that's directed towards anyone in Tampa, but if it is, I kind of have a good idea of who it is. Well, uh, here, hold on, hold on, here, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Uh, 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 no. Hey, yo. No, 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 no. Okay, no, okay. no, they didn't, uh, no, okay. no one heard what you just said. Um, on, honestly, no. Um, but uh, honestly, no. I, I just had a two hour meeting with them a couple of nights ago and that was at. Okay. Yeah, well, hold on. Wait, hold on. Now I have to cut it because hold on, hold on, hold on. 